You are now listening to The Open Canvas. Open Canvas, this is Taj Alexander. I'm here with a very special guest. We've known each other for a few years. It's crazy. We actually met at a Bevel shoot. Shout out to Bevel and Tristan Walker and the whole crew. Yeah, it's so good to finally reconnect with this brother. Um, he'll tell you how we reconnected, but without any further ado, please introduce yourself, man. Yeah, Eli Fola. I met Taj, yeah, as I said, a couple of years back. That was like three years ago, I think. Yeah, that's so oh, crazy, man. Years ago. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we met at a Bevel shoot. Um, we exchanged contact and and we kind of like lost contact because you're not on social media at the time. Yeah. And um, we reconnected back at uh, Depolu Studio Artist Talk, which I did um, like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was great. Yeah, shout out to Austin, uh, Austin Willis. He actually connected the both of us because he um, he told me about the Dapper Studios event and I saw your name on the uh, promotion. I was like, is this the same guy that I met three years ago? And then like to actually see you there and you recognize me, it was crazy. It was a trip, man. But thank you for being on the podcast. Thanks for having me, man. It's a pleasure. Absolutely. And we also have someone else in the room. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. I'm Denise Garcia. I'm a photographer and artist. I'm starting my own podcast. Hey, yeah, look out <laughs> for that. to learn. Look out for that. Look out for that. <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys both for being here. Like I, like I said earlier, like it means a lot because I feel like everything happens at the right time. And like we all meet people in our lives when we're supposed to. So like to be able to have this conversation, it's going to be powerful. So thank you guys for, for being on. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, man. Where are you from? So, I'm from Nigeria, West right. Africa. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about Lagos because, you know, a lot of people are now talking about it and wanting to go travel there. But, like, what was it like specifically for you? Um, I would say Lagos is definitely a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah, it's a, it's a different kind of vibe from everywhere else in the world, I would say. Mm. Um, it's very, like, um, you know, fast-paced mm. and very metropolitan. Politan is like a city. It's one of like the biggest city in, in Africa. Mm. And um, yeah, so growing up there was definitely interesting. I remember also meeting at Dapper Studios your brother as well, right? Yes. So it's just you and him. Um, so I I'm the first child and I have three other siblings. Oh okay. So, yeah. so he's I have two sisters and him. Okay. Cool. What was that like? What was that dynamic like for you growing up? Like what type of kid were you? Um. Um. So basically, like I I grew up with my grandmother. And my, well, my parents were like living out here in the states for a very long time, mm-hmm. and um, so I'm kind of like you know as, as the first um, child, I have a lot of responsibility mm-hmm. for me to like you know take care of my younger ones. So I definitely like looked out for them, and yeah. they like also you know looked out for me too. And it was it was it was fun. That's real, man. That's real. Music for me, I was introduced to you through the music that you create. Was that something you were always doing? Like, was your family very musical, or did you just sort of pick it up on yeah, your own? Yeah, so I've been I've been doing music ever since I was a kid. Like, very, very. I started very, very young. I would say probably like three, four. Mm-hmm. And um, I started like with playing musical instruments, like drum and the keyboard. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with the saxophone and like you know picked up the saxophone when I was about. 12, 11. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I, my my family is definitely very musically inclined. My grandfather was a, a talking drummer. A talking drum is a traditional Nigerian instrument. Yeah, break it down because I know what it is, but like for people who don't know, explain <laughs> what it looks like. And, yeah, so it's, it's a kind of drum like you put on your shoulder and you have a stick, you play with a stick, and it's made with leather 
and you just kind of it sounds very like if you if you're familiar with an 808 sound mm. and you have a dum 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 yeah, 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 <laughs> that yeah. kind of sound. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, you can just like make different rhythms from the from mm. the drum. So it's a very you know cool instrument to, to play. Nice, nice. And were you playing like in any bands, or were you just playing by yourself? Um, so they definitely like you know growing up, I I played different places. I I started out in a in a band, and also like playing in church band, and also playing different kind of um events all around Lagos. Mm-hmm. And when I moved to New York, I started a band with a couple of friends I met and the name of the band was Daka Band so Daka is an Arabic word it means smile in Arabic mm-hmm. so we kind of like um, fuse different because the, the band is very multicultural yeah so I'm the drummer is from Algeria and uh, the bass player is from Turkey mm-hmm. so we kind of like fuse this different uh, different cultural background into making a sound so I'm I'm Yoruba that's my culture and um, I sing in Yoruba what while, while I was in a band mm. and um, the drummer he, he sings in Arabic mm. and um, the bass player also he, he does his thing like plays like this uh, um, Turkish kind of sound so we kind of like have a very unique sound and I was like also playing the saxophone in the band mm. so it was you know it was really really you know cool but I'm, I'm no longer with the band like the band like we, we stopped the band like four or five years ago and yeah. I started doing my thing nice. solo Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, what year did you come to the states? Like, how? Old um, I I came here two thousand and nine. Mm-hmm. I was nineteen, so now I'm twenty eight. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that time, like two thousand and nine? Like, like what was that like for you, like coming in? Um, it was really, it, uh, yeah. It, it was definitely like a, a culture ch- a shock because mm-hmm. it's different. And uh, I remember, like, you know, the first year I came, I also, no, I think it was the second year I started college, mm-hmm. and like it was kind of like ah. Uh, for us to be able to blend in and like react um, interact with people properly yeah but as time goes on I felt more comfortable and you know I kind of like blend in absolutely <laughs> absolutely and for, for me like even just seeing what you do like it just seems like you seem so comfortable and sort of expressing your cultural heritage through your work is that something that was always natural or did you sort of have to learn to um, like bring that out more it's def- um it's I would say my culture is definitely something that's always part of me. Mm-hmm. And um, me infusing the talking drum wasn't actually like, I say last year, mm-hmm. I started like infusing the talking, the traditional talking drum because mm-hmm. I just felt like it just makes sense to be able to like, you know, showcase my culture in that way yeah. and like infuse it to the sound I'm making. Yeah. And the kind of music I do is very like, you know, electronic music. I, I produce like techno sound and like house music. And it's crazy too because, I mean, for those like I gotta I got show you a video like he'll like perform a DJ set like with house music and electronic EDM music and then you'll play like the saxophone over the top of, of what you're playing on, on the DJ set and then you'll bring up the talking drum and play with that and I'm just yeah. like yo you're taking it to another level because I feel like that's the type of like engagement and like the the, the musicality that a lot of these like music sets need now yeah. you know you're sort of bringing out different elements and like drawing from different historical like traditions and like bringing it into the future so like I really like how you do that man thanks right. man thanks yeah. man 
Yeah. Like, what made you even start doing that? Like, what, what um, you, that? you know, like, I believe, like, as humans, we have to, like, really evolve at a time when we do something. So, it just, for me, it's just, like, it was time for me to, like, evolve into something. I've definitely, like, you know, been doing music all my life. And being that my grandfather was a talking drummer, mm-hmm. I just thought, like, it just makes sense for me to, like, play this instrument my grandfather played mm-hmm. when he was alive. Wow. So, I traveled to Nigeria and I got a talking drum mm. and you know I just I it's just natural for me to play like you yeah know. is it a way to keep your culture alive yeah definitely like you know like I'm I'm Nigerian and I believe like a lot of people don't know about Nigerian culture mm. if if you're not from there so for me that is a way for me to like spread my culture for people that really don't know much about the culture because mm. that's very uh, a significant part of the culture the music the mm. drum the style that kind of clothes we wear is like very you know significant yeah. to um, what we have as a people mm-hmm. so that's you know yeah and I even see it I even see it in like your live sets like the attention to detail that you put into like even the, the whole production like what you wear also like the stage setup like I gotta I'm gonna post pictures of like you at Dapper Studios with connect to this episode because okay. I want people to see like the production value that you put into your sets yeah that um, yeah. the creative direction for that setup actually I will credit Depalu for that like mm. that was his idea yeah so. oh shout out to him for that <laughs> yeah, for sure for sure that was yeah. great so yeah that was Depalu's idea idea because mm. he kind of like has this vision to like you know make because he we connected years ago also yeah yeah but we never get to meet so i, I officially like met him last year mm. and he, he told me about the idea of having me do a, a talk yeah and you know we made that happen so shout out to depalu for sure and even like going to, to your denise's point i feel like you're sort of like keeping your heritage alive through the music that you're making but also like for for me as like an african-american like when i see like you bring out the talking drum and sort of play that along with more current modern beats and stuff like that it's like you're almost like reminding people of like where all this stuff even comes from yeah you know and that's really exciting to hear and to see because it's like you're, you're bringing like the the origin in the history of the music and sort of like connecting the dots with people like so they can realize and see like the rhythms and like yeah. the, the, the culture yeah I believe I believe um, most music in general is where influenced by African music and mm-hmm. Africa definitely have a lot of um, history and like you know like hip hop like house music and like you know this this a whole like black music and African mm-hmm. music so mm-hmm. yeah. it just makes sense yeah so I see the the music that you're making is doing a great job to sort of like help people connect the dots and like help people understand like where everything comes from and like just how we're all connected by the music you know like that's like the the common language that we all have you know so it's real yeah you know music is a universal language Mm -hmm. and you know it don't matter what language you speak like when you you listen to a beat you can relate to it you can move to it like so yeah. that's basically what I'm, I do with my music like yeah it's just like being able to like spread that music that cut across all race social economic background it don't matter like yeah. as long as you have a, a soul a heart you mm. can like feel the music absolutely and and more recently um, Swiss Beats reached out to you to like work for the No Commissions yes. um, event was that was that yeah, that was, yeah. yeah that was how did that, that come that about was, that was dope experience like so <laughs> (laughs) how that came about is like I think um, I was doing a gig at um, 
I was doing a gig um, somewhere in, uh, in the village and somebody that knows Swiss, like uh, on his team, saw me and yeah. I, I had no idea, like <laughs> the person was there. So I think the p- person told Swiss about me, like, yo, check out Eli, like he's dope. <laughs> and because um, while I'm doing my set, I was like, you know, DJing and I'm playing the saxophone. So it's like interesting then. Yeah. Um, Swiss just he reached out to me through Instagram like hey what's up are you in the states mm. I'm like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm right outside <laughs> oh yeah what you need <laughs> so he so he, the next day he got his manager to book me for Hot Basel wow. wow you know which was a big deal for me yeah what was that experience like yo, I've never yo, been to Hot Basel so yeah, like right. take, yo, take so, us to the whole so, experience yo I would say it was a vibe <laughs> 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 it's a different vibe, man. Like, yo, like the <laughs> that crowd was crazy. Like a lot of people, um, you know. I get to like share the same stage with people like DJ Kali, ASAP Rocky, Lil Wayne, Two Chains, and Swiss Beats. <laughs> like, you know, that's like yeah. major for me. For mm. my, so that was, I would say, that was kind of like a very, you know, big time for for my musical career. Hundred percent. How long were you there? Um, I was there for two days actually. Mm-hmm. I think three days I forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> like, yeah. did you like go through the? Yeah, I was there for three days actually. It was three days for somebody like me who's never been to Art Basel. Explain. Oh what yeah, that um, definitely. So I really didn't do much because I just stayed in my hotel room. <laughs> and but like, I definitely get to hang with some people. I attended I attended a party that night, mm-hmm. um, sponsored by another. It was like organized by people I know also. So I went to that party. It was dope. Mm-hmm. And you know, I love what Swiss doing with art and uh, with no commission like yeah. bringing like unknown artists and with the more known artists together in the same room mm. and like basically like them to be able to sell their hearts and with no commission they get to keep 100% of every art they sell yeah. so I think that's really something you know great is doing 100%. and you know it does the, the atmosphere the music the people the arts it was all it was all cool yeah yeah just shout out to Swiss for that because I think that's super important you know to have yes. like something like that for creatives mm-hmm. and for someone like him who has like the, the influence and the, the respect and the resources to help yes he's helping from like a real place he's like you know what I want to put this on solely for the creatives for the yes. artists you know and to highlight them mm-hmm. you know we need more of that and especially from people who have the resources to do it yeah and to do it like properly like how he is so yeah. like respect the Swiss and the whole no yeah. commissions team man, I was yeah, yeah he's, I was say Swiss he has a big act man like he's, mm. he's a real he's a real dude man like, <laughs> you know he just willing to like help like even the unknown because I'm you know like definitely like still coming up and you know mm-hmm. and it reached out to me and to like put me on that platform that's definitely like you know big big for me powerful so, man shout out to him yeah 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 so how has it been man over this past these past couple years I feel like your growth has been like crazy so like how has that been for you sort of like from creating the music that you're making and sort of people trying to figure it out to now people sort of embracing it and like saying like this is like the next wave like how's that been for you it's been dope bro like i've been you know working and i'm working on my next album nice and i have a i I released an album in 2016 that my first album you Mm -hmm. can check it out it's on spotify itunes and all the other i'll link it for you for sure i got you (laughs) (laughs) it's called the platform yes and so and that project was heavily influenced by um jazz house and techno which are, are my sounds and right now i'm presently in the studio working on the next album um looking to like drop it at the end of the year or some sometime around october mm-hmm. so yeah 
So just been working, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, man. So like more specifically, I, I want to sort of get into like your your process, you know, because I think people see like the final product, they see the music that you make and they love it. But like I want to get more into like your process as a creative. Like what what sort of like is your thought process before you even make a song? Like and do you have like a purpose or intention? Yeah, like usually like it's actually it all depends actually, but most time I usually have a concept mm. before I you know get in the studio to create I already know I already have a vision of how I want the music to sound and I collaborate with a lot of musicians that plays actual live music like the last um, project I did because you know I, I'm an independent artist so right. I get to like pay for everything but I don't have the big budget to like actually do but I still make it work mm. so um, the last project I did I my vision was to collaborate with a, a, an orchestra mm. and like infused like electronic music and and the sound I was looking to do right so I created a beat at home I have a little home studio set up mm. so I created a beat and like took it to a more bigger studio and I invited a, the quart, a string quartet mm. to like play collaborate on that particular track mm. so yeah I would say like it all depends on the sound and the, and the mood I'm going for for the particular track yeah but still like definitely still have that sound because for me it's all about the, having the unique sound I'm creating mm. and just the vibe I'm going for and like would you say there are any themes that your music touches on because it's it's mainly like it's instrumental it's music um, and not as much lyrics so is there like any themes that you're trying to communicate even through sound that you're like trying to touch um, on? Yeah, the, the first one, the first um, project I, I did, I was, I was like, it's like conceptual based, like, and also like, I think my work comes out in the in the video I do because my brother makes video, mm-hmm. so he's a videographer, so I collaborate with him a lot. And based on like the titles of the, of the music, I just like, I've like, when I did like Evolve, I used to have dread, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, the track evolve in the music video. I kind of portray like you know I'm kind of like evolving into something else, and like you know so basically like the the video is explaining the story behind the beat. Mm. Basically, I want to go back to something you said earlier. You said that sometimes you don't have all the resources that you need, but you still make it work. I think that's really important because there are a lot of artists out there that they feel like. I can't really manifest my vision because I don't have what it takes to take it to that level. And so I want you to speak on how how do you use the tools, the raw tools that you have to make it work? Like artists out there that have this idea that they want to execute, where would you start? How did you start? Like yeah, how I'll, yeah, for me, like I'll say, you know, like things don't happen overnight. You really have to believe in what you're doing. And you have to like actually also be able to like invest in what you're doing a little bit, though you don't have all the resources. But you know, there's like like affordable ways you can do stuff. So for me, I just like you know leverage the relationship I have with friends already, and like you know see like people doing stuff like for instance like I'm lucky to have a brother mm. so he wouldn't have to charge me a lot for a music video <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's real that's real yeah so or like a photographer friend that knows you what I'm doing like I want to do a photo shoot like hey bro like hey like you know you know I'm working yeah. on my just hit, hit him up for it so I think it's important to have people around you that know what you're doing mm. and believe in the vision you're, you're creating yeah. so that's very important and you know just like and just you know 
you have the, you have the willpower like we all have the will like mm. to like to do whatever we want to do so just go for it and do it and take your time for me like for the project i created like instead of releasing an, an album because i know that's gonna like take a lot of money mm. i like release like two singles like worked on to me just like take mm. time Focus because on yeah, it. yeah studio takes time you know like stuff takes time like you want to promote your stuff and like pr and all that kind of stuff yeah to like get, get people to know about what you're doing that right. takes money right so yeah one is wow, wow. <laughs> and we were just we were just talking about that it's like especially in a city like new york where everything's expensive being a creative you have to be so much more resourceful to like bring about your vision in any form of creativity any medium of art you, if you don't have a budget like you have to sort of finesse and find a way to do it yeah. and you're usually calling upon your friends and be like yo like i got this idea but i, I don't know how i'm gonna do it like can you help me no i want to take that to the next level because sometimes mm. you might grow up in an environment as someone who grew up in new york you might grow up in an environment where your friends are not like that but you might be the the person in the crowd that has different types of dreams right and so like i said earlier you'd be surprised the type of responses you hear when you just ask and right, so right. if you reach out to people that you don't know you don't know who's going to be the person to lend you a hand mm-hmm. so even extending beyond your network because your network is cool but if your network is not within your vision or it's not doesn't have the tools or the resources that you need to execute maybe extending beyond there is also important mm, 100% I, yeah. I agree with you on yeah, that yeah, yeah I think it definitely it doesn't hurt to ask for help you know mm. like just it's okay to ask the least you, that can happen is no but right. at least you right. know like you right. try to like you know mm-hmm. ask yeah so, I mean, like the answers already know if you're not asking like that's that's real and and like I, I, just for you man what's that process been like i wonder like what your dynamic was like with is like with your brother because you guys sort of seem to collaborate on things together and help each other like how is your dynamic in collaborating with him um, like shout out to Emmanuel. His name is Emmanuel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So he like he's got into photography. Like he first started off as a photographer, mm-hmm. and like a couple of years ago. And you know, I kind of like saw that he really is talented. Mm-hmm. And then he couldn't afford to buy a camera, mm-hmm. so he saved up a little bit. I saved up a little bit, and I, we were able to like you know buy camera for him mm-hmm. so and he like sometimes we have creative differences because mm. and i i like to work with different kind of people Absolutely. and so because sometimes i feel like oh he probably cannot execute that kind of vision i have like somebody else will be better for the job and i go for another director mm-hmm. and if i see like oh because he has his own style mm-hmm. and aesthetic of like the kind of stuff he do and sometimes my my direction is totally like so different from what so i totally understand that and mm-hmm. when it's time for us to collaborate and we collaborate so that's that's how we're doing nice yeah collaboration is definitely like it's an art form in and of itself you know being able to collaborate with people you know because everyone has their own style of like work and and also too like different forms of creative way of thinking you know like like we were talking about earlier too like you have maybe a writer collaborating with the videographer and like they may have different ways of thinking about things but if they're they can find out how to collaborate they can bring about something that they couldn't have individually and like i feel like that's what you, you're talking about with your brother it's like he sort of understands like his form of art visually 
and you sort of are more audio. So yeah. like when you guys are able to bring that together and find your own ways of understanding each other, you're able to create something that you couldn't otherwise. So yeah, I love like let's talk about it. Like collaboration for you guys. Like what's that been like just in general? Like do you like working by yourself a lot or do you also like to collaborate? As a photographer, collaboration is key. Mm. Like I have to branch out. And one thing I know or in my experience I've learned is when you collaborate, it gives you the opportunity to learn. And it gives you the opportunity to expand your vision. Like before I came here, I was I met up with this um, young woman who launched her magazine. And I told her, I was like, not only can you learn from somebody else, but also sometimes you have a vision and you're so focused on your vision that you don't you don't move forward and, yeah. and, and you don't see anything else. And collaborating with someone else opens up your mind. Right. It's like a whole different world. So for me, collaboration is key. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree with that. No, it's collaboration is definitely key. You know, you have to like and sometimes like it, it's also it, it should be like mutually beneficial, like mm. and I think, you know, in collaborating and also you, for me sometimes personally like I the, col- the collaboration gotta make sense because mm-hmm. I gotta look at what exactly this person is doing like what is their vision and like it depends like I I, I, I would say like it, it's different for for different collaboration for I'm, I'm a musician like mm-hmm. the, the kind of collaboration of a photographer we have with someone is kind of different from what I would, I would mm-hmm. do so, so for my next um, project I'm definitely like I'm reaching out to a lot of people to like because um, I'm kind of like changing my sound a little bit like I want to add some lyrics some like poetry words and mm-hmm. like in the, in the, in the beats mm-hmm. so I'm like you know reaching out to people to collaborate and you know I'm make excited, it, making yeah. it happen yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to add something to that it's really interesting that you say that the collaboration has to make sense I agree but I just I feel like you have to build up your credit with people mm. like I've been in situations where I don't know people and I do things for people expecting nothing in return and then time sometime down the line i need something and i get into a whole like different i'm the type of person i'm a creative and i want to dip my fingers in everything and sometimes i'm doing photos or right now i'm trying to get into podcasting and and so you never know where you're gonna go and for me i really believe in building your credit like help whoever you can help collaborate with whoever you can collaborate because you don't know when those skills are gonna come into play and if they can't help you they probably know someone who can Mm. so be an open Open and being kind and and making sure that you do you pay your dues is just as important as getting something out of the deed. Right. Yeah. Right. That's so, true. That's true. When you think about it, like we all sort of like have only like a limited amount of time and resources like in right. all of our lives. So like with those time and resources, we want to be respectful of others because they're, they're also in that same position, you know? Right. So like if somebody like were to do something for like for one of us and, and to help us in a certain way, it's like, you know, we always have to be mindful of like being like reciprocal, you know? And, and I feel like that's always, that also goes back into how we treat people, you right. know, like as artists and as like creators. I think we sort of re- need to reintroduce, like, you know, just even ethics, like how we treat people, how, how like, we're kind to people yeah. and respectful of their time and energy, you know, like that's that's huge, you know, because that always comes back, you know, even when you talk about like your reputation, like that always comes back, you know, like if people enjoy working with you, like that goes a lot further than just like trying to get as many people to, to like work with. If like, if you're not a good, if you're not fun to work with, 
like people aren't gonna want to work with you, right. you know. Absolutely. But if you make the experience enjoyable and like people say, walk away feeling like, wow, I learned something, or I've evolved, I've changed, like that's when it's like, okay, like that's gonna create more opportunities and doors will open for you. Right. You know, people don't even realize it. Like how you treat people goes a long way. That's true. You know, for that's real. True. Yeah, that's true. yeah. But yeah, so. Yeah, man, I'm thinking about like the, we're, we're approaching like spring summer now, and we're like we're you know we're talking about how excited for it we are. But like for you, man, what are some of the things that you're excited to sort of get into this this, this summer? I definitely um, I have gigs coming up. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be uh, performing a lot in the summer, and also I'm traveling. I'm gonna be in LA in May. Nice. And I'm like doing a a, a gig out there. Have you been before? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I was there like yeah. two years ago. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Nice, man. It's fun. I'm, I'm just going to be there for a couple of days. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm just, you know, excited about that and um, putting out music. Yeah, even just you talking about like traveling more, I think that's going to be key too because I feel like with traveling to different cities and places, like your sound is received differently. Yeah. And you also sort of like go on that trip and you come back a different person and that will influence your music naturally, you yes. know, or any form of creativity, you know. Absolutely. So so how big for you is like traveling? Like I'm I'm actually I'm in school now actually mm-hmm. and um I'm going to be done in May um, with my graduate program. Congratulations. Thank man. you. Yeah. <laughs> so that's one of the things that's kind of like been holding me a little bit back from traveling. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for me, after I'm done, like, so I'm just, I want to travel more, like mm-hmm. even going back more to Nigeria. I was in Nigeria in January. I was yeah. there for two weeks. Yeah. So I'm definitely, you know, putting out my sound there and like I'm you know I'm like kind of like focusing on Africa a little bit mm-hmm. and like also like focusing on America but yeah. I, I, I feel like my the kind of music I'm creating a lot of people don't really know about that sound mm. which is very very like electronic like techno and like yeah so with the Nigeria, Nigeria have a, a sound it's called Afrobeats mm-hmm. and it's kind of like really popping like that's dope I love it <laughs> yeah same yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right yeah you know I love I love the sound but um, for me I just like to you know just do something a little bit different from mm-hmm. that and it's just natural for me to do that absolutely if there's any place I can recommend go to Chicago and like go to like a legit like house music party yes like I'm telling you yeah. have you been to Chicago no I've not been to Chicago oh you gotta go well man. you know I know like it's, house music it's another type it's of energy from, man yeah, yeah. And, and just to even see it cause like, you know like if you go to a country or a city where like they're playing the music of that city yeah and like you see how people respond to it yes you understand it on even yes. more deeper level yes. you know it's, definitely yeah definitely are there any other specific cities that you'd want to travel to um like, yeah I, I, want, I want to travel the world bro yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to do it, man. You're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I was speaking to a friend of mine like last week and she was like, oh, let's go to London. Mm. So, <laughs> so casual. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I'm just like, you know, taking it step by step and like, you know, being strategic about my moves and like how, because when I, when I travel like out to these places, I'm you know, making sure like it's about like, it's a purpose. It's a purpose and like, you know, promoting the music I'm creating and like just yeah. spreading spreading the music that way. Yeah, and I feel like the world needs to experience you, man, because your music 
for me, like I listened to your music and then to, to see you live, like it, it brought a, a different element out of the music that I already like knew, but it was like, wow, I'm experiencing something different now. And like you sort of really bring your music to life, you know, and it's, it's amazing. So, right. so I really encourage anyone who's listening to go like see you perform live, um, listen to the music, like it's really, really powerful. Thanks. Living in New York now for you, like is it is it something where you feel like the creative scene, like how do you think the creative scene is looking in New York currently? I think the creative scene, anywhere you go, you're gonna find creatives. Mm -hmm. It's just about where are you looking and who are you associating yourself with? Mm -hmm. What are you searching? There's a whole world out there and with the internet, even if even if digitally, just connecting with people and just exploring, I think I think the scene is good. You just have to go out there yeah. and really like figure out what resonates with you. Mm -hmm. And New York is so diverse, man. Like <laughs> there's no way I can box in the culture, the scene, the art scene in New York because it's it's, it's really it's really crazy. Mm -hmm. It's really crazy. You just gotta go out. Yeah, yeah. And for for you, man, do you see like are you finding similar or, or like minded musicians in the city as well or are you sort of feeling like you're a lone wolf at the moment <laughs> um i there's a lot of um musicians and creative i really appreciate and like i i love their work and see like they, they inspire me so there's definitely a lot a lot of people yeah and, and the new york city creative scene i love it could be a photographer i could be a videographer i don't matter like as long as it's creative and you know it inspired me yeah like I, I really want to um, like support what you're doing and like anything that you need from, from, from me or the people that I know man like really I feel like what you're doing is really special thanks bro thanks. so like we're gonna need to definitely have another conversation like after you've traveled some more and thanks bro like I, I just want to hear how things continue to grow because I feel like we're gonna even look back at this conversation and be like remember when we were talking about this you know so yeah man I'm really I'm really excited man and um, yeah is there anything that, that you would say that you'd want to share with people about your music and your work that you feel is important? That's that's a good question. <laughs> um, I would just say, um, you know, I'm working on the next project now and for me, I just, I want my music to r resonate with people and like, I want to like leave, leave an impact with the music. I just don't want to create music for creating sake. Mm. I want to be able to help people because that's why like the, the first project I put out is called The Platform. Like I believe every artist deserves a better platform for them to share their work. And everybody and everybody des deserves a better opportunity. There's a lot of creative people out there, but I think some people really don't have that opportunity that others are fortunate to have. So yeah. that's just my thing. So if I'm in a position to like help people that are really like creative and like talented like just give them a platform for them to mm. share their work i think that was what swiss did to me like yeah. he gave me a platform yeah that was what depalu did like he mm. gave me a platform to share so i believe like we should all be able to like you know help out people if we can 100%. so that's yeah that's my whole thing that's real man i respect it so much i really do like and i also just want to thank you again for being on the podcast um thanks man and you also giving me this platform it's a big deal. <laughs> i think that's the that's it. That's yeah. it. You know. So, how can people find your music, your socials, everything? Like, let us know. Um, my music is available on all streaming platform. It's called a platform. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eli Fuller. Just type E L I F O L A, and I'm on. I'm more active on Instagram, not really. I don't mm -hmm. post a lot, but I'm, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, on Eli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Eli Fola on SoundCloud, Eli Fola. 
Nice, man. Nice. Well, thank you once again. Um, and also you as well, because, you know, shout um, out to Denise in the building. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, I'm really active on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So you can find me at Denise, J-A-E-G. And I use the same handle for every platform. So I'm on Instagram, too. You can find me like that. Thank you both once again for being on the podcast. And, you know, I'm just excited to see what the both of you are going to do. You know, I feel like this is like the beginning of a lot of things for all of us. But, like, definitely we'll, we'll like revisit this and, like, just talk about, like, how far we've all come. So I'm really happy and, and thankful for all of this. So thanks, man. This has been the Open Canvas. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> that was perfect. To find out more about The Open Canvas, hit up our website, theopencanvas.com. Also stay tuned to our Instagram, at The Open Canvas. And for any questions or inquiries, hit up my email, taj, T-A-J, dot opencanvas at gmail.com. This has been The Open Canvas, produced by Taj Alexander.